0: Hey guys, I'm Ayo Akeem and this is Clear Minds, Full Hearts. I'm so excited about today's episode because it's all about athletes and their mental health. Literally one of my favorite things to talk about. And when we were putting this episode together, I was talking to Kalia, who is our great editor and producer, about mental health and all its facets. Like, I'm geeking out because I'm so fascinated by it, and she's like, what? It was, <laughs> it was actually quite funny. She definitely understood what I was saying, but had to use her super brain power to get it. Kind of like when she explains all things audio to me. She geeks out and I'm like, eh? So because of that, I'm going to do my best to speak as layman as possible. So here we go. Here's my most layman explanation of what athletic mental health looks like. I just want as many people as possible to get it, you know? It's also not going to be an exhaustive explanation. There's literally too much information. So if there's something I say that you don't understand or would like more information on, just DM us on Instagram at clearminds.fullheartspodcast and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And while you're on IG, just go ahead and follow us. It'll be your good deed for the day. So, athletes and their mental health, two big topics. We totally have to separate them for a bit. So let's do mental health first, and let's be real honest, like super honest. I feel like mental health is something that people are afraid of, the word and the profession. Literally, when I tell people I'm a therapist, they freeze for a little bit. Most people think PT or OT, and I guess that just makes them feel better. But I'm like, no... I'm a mental health therapist and like clockwork, the next thing that comes out of their mouth is, oh, you're reading me or so you're analyzing me. And I think my favorite is we have to act normal, guys. The polite thing I say is, no, I'm just a human having a good time with my friends. I'm not working right now. People also think I can read minds or do voodoo or something like that. And I'm like, you guys, I'm literally just a human who was formally trained to do a job, kind of like your doctor or your real estate agent or your landscaper or your barista, even your favorite professional athlete. We're all just human who know how to do something specific. It's not weird. Stop making it weird. But I mean, I guess it's not people's fault. It's not our fault, I guess. Media and mass messaging historically have done just a poor job in portraying mental health, therapy, and therapist. And even though the narrative is changing a bit, the masses are still pretty skeeved about all of it. So firsthand from a therapist who was professionally trained, please listen to me. Therapy, therapist, and mental health are not all scary, weird things. They are all normal things. And sure, you may have had a weird and scary interaction with one of them or all three of them, but that doesn't mean it's a prolific experience. I also think people are weird slash afraid slash leery about mental health because of the damage mental unwellness can cause. If we're not in good mental health, we hurt people with our actions and with our speech. It's just as simple as that. And when we are in good mental health, life is so much better for us and for those around us. And this is an everybody issue. At different points in our lives, we all experience poor mental health. We all hurt one another. Let me explain. So I recently moved and for like an entire month, I had about four different people like come and stay with me. So I played host to four different people for an entire month. And although I love them, um, it was just a poor decision that I made to have so many people come and see me back to back. So here I am adjusting to my new space, still working. And then on top of that, playing hostess to all of them for this month, right? So my physical health was trash. Like everything was just so poor. My eating, my sleeping, my exercise, literally everything. And if I'm being honest, even though that month is over, my physical health is still kind of poor. Life is just mad chaotic right now. I'm literally trying to exist normally during a time where nothing is normal. And the crazy thing is, you know, I'm okay with it not complacent type okay, but like accepting it okay. Like life is just chaotic right now. Life is crazy right now. And I, Io, am prone to having poor physical health when life is chaotic. Mental health is literally the same. It's just isolated to our brains. So during times of chaos, I am also prone to having poor mental health. It's literally been so hard for me to keep track of things and to think straight sometimes. I was getting some chips and dip earlier today and I almost poured cereal into my chip dip because I grabbed the wrong thing. And it's crazy because like it was a bag of chips and then a box of cereal. I don't understand why I grabbed a box instead of a bag and then I was going to like pour my cereal into my chip dip. But but then I realized what I was doing and I was like, whoa. And then I fixed it thank God, before it was too late, because then I I would have to throw my chip dip away. I would have been so sad. But there is a God, and he woke me up at just the right time, and my chip dip was saved, and I had chips and dip, and I was just so happy. But anyway, my mental health. So sometimes, you know, there are just too many thoughts in my brain. You know, I'll forget things. Like, I'll feel stressed sometimes. I'll be overwhelmed sometimes. And, you know, I'm just like, There's just way too much stuff going on. And especially now during this global pandemic, our ways of life has just changed so much. Our lives aren't normal right now. And yes, sure, this is a new normal. And yes, we're adjusting the best we can, but it's still chaos. I really think we've all been going a little crazy since March 11th of 2020. And we've all had a little bit of poor mental health since then. And sure, some of us are doing better now, which is great. I'm happy for you. But let's all just collectively agree that we've had bits of poor mental health in the last six months. The term mental health is literally an assessment of how your mind is doing, assessing the parts of your brain that control thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. There are different times in life where we have good mental health and other times where we have poor mental health. That's just the case for everybody. That's just how it is. And yes, I mean everybody. So please don't try and exempt yourself from this. You're only doing the world a disservice. Literally so many athletes have been honest about the different times in their lives where they've had poor mental health and they're viewed as superhumans. For example, Najee, you know, the guy from our last episode. So please do yourself a favor Take a deep breath and repeat after me. I have had different bouts of poor mental health during my lifetime, and that's okay. Take another deep breath and say, I have also hurt people with my words and my actions during some of those bouts of poor mental health. There. Did it kill you? Oh, oh, you're still alive? You're still there? Great. You should feel lighter because you just spoke the truth. And if you couldn't say it, or if you felt like some tension while you were saying it, only because I care, you should start seeing a therapist. Another thing about mental health that kind of skews people are the diagnoses. And again, just because they're grossly misunderstood. Diagnoses can seem scary, but once you let them marinate, it's not a bad thing. You just got to let them marinate. Basically, a diagnosis is a word or a phrase that best describes a group of behaviors. Kind of like a constellation is used to describe a group of stars. In the universe, there are many constellations, and in the DSM-5, there are many diagnoses. And with both of them, if you don't study or aren't trained to recognize them, you just look like a fool trying to talk about something you really don't know anything about. And just for clarification, when I say study or train, I don't mean like you have to go to school and like formally learn all these things. I just mean educate yourself, like find information from a credible source and educate yourself. You'll be doing all of us a favor, especially yourself. Nobody wants to walk around looking ignorant, right? Now, if you're somebody who's ever gotten a diagnosis or maybe multiple diagnoses, like in the case of Najee, it's normal to be shocked at first. One thing Najee did about that that I highly recommend is asking whoever diagnosed you what made them give you that diagnosis. Like what did they see or what did they hear to make them think, you know, this diagnosis fits. In order to go from poor mental health to good mental health, you just have to understand what is making it poor. Diagnoses aren't bad, so don't be afraid of them. And I know that's easier said than done and it's a process and it'll take some time, but I promise they're just a way of helping us understand what's going on. So when Najee said he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and anxiety and bipolar one with psychosis, he's basically saying he displayed certain behaviors during periods of poor mental health. He's saying that he's prone to act a certain way and say certain things when chaos is happening in his life. And just because this is the case sometimes, it's not necessarily going to be the case all the time. Not all chaos brings behaviors of a diagnosis and Najee has learned how to take care of himself during times of chaos. So therefore his behaviors are going to be better. It's really that simple, but there are also nuances to mental health, and that's why I just implore you to educate yourself. It is simple, but it's also kind of complicated because it's your brain and it's your mind, and it's just a powerful thing, especially when it comes to athletes and mental health. I made a comment earlier about athletes being viewed as superhuman, and I once naively fell into that category. It's like really easy to view them as elite and categorize them as higher than you, but they themselves are not elite. Depending on their level, what they do is elite, but they themselves are not elite. Like what Michael Phelps did as a swimmer, that is elite. But Michael Phelps is a human? He's mad regular. Same as Brandon Marshall, Kevin Love, Dion Waiters, Shamiko Holesclaw, Metal World Peace, Amanda Beard, Ronda Rousey, and so many other athletes. Don't get me wrong. They are extremely talented at what they do, but they're also just humans like you and me with stories and feelings and weaknesses. And I really think that's what we miss. We don't see this human side of them. It's not good for us and it's not good for them to view them as superhuman. So earlier this year, Isaiah Thomas, the one that plays for the Washington Wizards, not the old one that played for the Pistons when Michael Jordan was playing, but the young one, Isaiah Thomas, he got ejected from a game, which is ridiculous in my opinion, because he had to go into the stands and remind a fan that he was a human, So literally, this fan is yelling obscenities and calling Isaiah out of his name because he wanted to get free Frosties, I guess from Wendy's. I don't really know who else sells Frosties. And the goal was to get Isaiah to miss free throws, or he was upset that Isaiah didn't miss his free throws, so the fan wasn't going to get his free Frosty. So this man was like, it would be best for me to demoralize my fellow human because of what? Like Because you're not getting free Frosties? And this is trivial, like Frosties are stupid, right? But it literally could have been anything. I really think fans look at athletes and don't see this human side of them. Fans are really quick to demoralize athletes like Isaiah all the time. So Isaiah, being this amazing man that he is, confronted the fan during the game real calmly and just reminded him, I am a man before anything. Also, in my opinion, athletes shouldn't have to do that. Athletes shouldn't be demoralized for our benefit. Humans shouldn't be demoralized for the benefit of other humans. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's one thing if Isaiah was a trash human. Then I'd be like, okay, you know, we don't like trash people. But to call this man outside of his name because he performed in a way that you weren't pleased with? I just have no words. Now, again, if you don't like an athlete, that's fine. But let it be about you not liking the person for who they are, not for how they perform. They're not show monkeys. How would you feel if people only liked you or wanted to be around you or even hated you for how you performed? My point is, We shouldn't like, dislike, feel enraged, or be upset with people based off of how they perform. They are human before anything. And because athletes are human, they also fall into the category of everybody has poor mental health sometimes. And like Najee, when you have bouts of poor mental health, Uh, more than you can figure out on your own, you should definitely see a therapist. I'm working with a few athletes right now, and I love it. Like, one, I love being a therapist. Two, I love working with athletes. Uh, And three, it's really cool to see the human side of athletes. You should try it sometime. If you're one of the ones that's made it to the end, one, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Two, you're a fantastic human being. Don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise. And three, I hope you leave with a better understanding of athletes and mental health. If you have any questions or comments or want more information, uh, just reach out to us on IG at podcast. See you guys in a couple weeks.